Whole Life Health with Missy. Listen to what clients are saying. Today was so healing and restful. I appreciate you. I couldn't believe how relaxed my body became. I'm looking forward to making this a part of my self-care. Thank you. Follow Missy on social media. Then scan and book a whole life health session today. Hello, everyone, and welcome to 360 Wisdom Speaks. Our guest calling in today from Wisconsin is Lisa Bureau. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Beverly. How are you today? You know, I am just fantastic. How about yourself? I'm doing just great. It's a balmy 50 degrees here in Wisconsin today at the time of this recording, and we're very happy for that. <laughs> oh, I get it, because out here in Wyoming, it's actually 56, so we're warmer than you. What? And we're happy about that as well. <laughs> just when you think winter's over, it's oh. not. Right. Oh, no, no, no. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, let's read a little bio about you so the audience has an idea of what they're in for because this conversation is going to be awesomeness. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, so Lisa is a doctor of metaphysics and divinity. She's a CEO of Heart of Inspiration and founder of the Practical Lightworkers Program and the YouTube creator of her channel, Heart of Inspiration. Lisa teaches lightworkers how to live in abundance, sharing their spiritual gifts. Oh my gosh. So that's a lot. Yeah. And it sounds exciting. So I guess so. Well, look at look at your background here, you know. You got all these cool <laughs> little things back there and your candles and crystals and whoo, you're speaking my language. So this is gonna be a fun interview here today. So Lisa, yeah. share with the audience how you do all of those things that we just read in your bio and how it has impacted your life and how it will impact their life. That, that's a, how do I do what I do? Uh, can I just say it's really a lot about just allowing, I was saying, give permission to your purpose to provide for your person. And so I've given permission to my purpose, which is to help others who are spiritual and, you know, maybe people look at you and they think, oh, you're a little weird, a little on that woo-woo side or whatnot. Um, but really it's people that have a heart for humanity, a heart for others. There's so many of us that just want to help our fellow human beings live a peaceful, prosperous, spirit-led life. We want to help them heal from all manner of energetic trauma or, you know, other traumas that have occurred during their lifetimes. And um, I give them the capacity or help empower them to do that, to explore that side of them. Um, you know, I started out as a, a Christian minister. I've been ordained since I was 30. I'm now a very proud 53, almost 54 years old. And um, so I, and I went all around the country just, you know, ministering to people and praying for people and 
and counseling and all sorts of things. So I've been doing this for a long time and I've seen a lot of pain and I've seen a lot of people that were kind of forced to stuff that pain down and not really discuss it. And it could have been something that happened to you physically, could have been mentally and emotionally as well, or it could have just been society, whatever it is, we all go through things, right? That's kind of the reason why we're here is to go on this journey and and live and, and learn and um, to be able to experience humanity to be experienced life as an energetic being. Uh, but what I do now is I say, you know what, can we as healers, teachers, shamans, mentors, even, you know, I even have life coaches that come to me. I have nutritional coaches. I have doctors, you know, MDs that come to me and, and nurses and say, I want to be able to assist my clients and assist this tribe of people that I know I'm meant to help, but I want to add the metaphysical. I want to add the energetic because I know that that is that deep down transformational change that doesn't go away. And I want to help them in that way, in a holistic way, um, without, you know, medicines and things like that. And I'm not against that at all. Like it's modern medicine is here for a reason and and it should be utilized and i'm not saying you shouldn't use that however everything that occurs everything that's going on with us always has an energetic source and that's where this holistic um methodology of healing comes in so i help those people who usually most of us are like way out here um and we just don't know how to be practical with it aka the practical light worker you know there is a way to build an abundant business and it's okay to say you're in business. It really is. It's okay. Um, there's a way to create that in an authentic, integral fashion so that you work with the people that really do want the transformation and not just a Band-Aid and that you are then able to live in abundance and do what you're meant to do as well. So that's kind of in a very broad nutshell, what I do, I help people unlock that what's within them and create their seed. And then we plant it and we water it and we weed it and we allow it to grow into a beautiful rose or a beautiful tree, whatever is meant to be so that they can fulfill their purpose on the earth. Like, wow. <laughs> that was... <laughs> It's so beautiful. I'm sitting here listening and it's like, I'm getting just so absorbed and lost in what you're saying. And it is so true, you know, and again, in the metaphysical world, you know, a lot of people think the metaphysics is all, eh, it's just foo-foo stuff and whatever, you know, it's serious business. And I love that you're bringing that out. And now, you know, what metaphysics has always known throughout history Physics now has the technology to prove it, mm -hmm. you know? So now not only do we have history, but we have science. Yes. And to be able to get that understanding, you know, out to others to say, hey, there is a place for this and there's a place for this. So when you can merge your, your metaphysical energies together with 
you know, modern medicine and bring the best of both worlds. Yes. Now you've got something because everything is energy, right? Everything is energy, right? And so our body resonates in that source. You know, that's why we are an electromagnetic being. You know, yes. we have a neurological system that has to fire, right? And what makes it fire is a frequency, mm-hmm. just like the current that turns your light on in your house or your heater or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And so if you don't understand that, Houston's got a big problem. <laughs> Very big problem. Very big problem. And that's one of the, so I also, by the way, studied biochemistry in college. I attended Northwestern University. So for me, I never understood why there was a separation between science and spirit, so to speak. Like, because I'm like, what do you mean? Everything is electrons, neutrons, protons, da, da, da. Where there's these frequencies, right? We understand that. So why are we not understanding that spirit is an energy? But of course, growing up Christian, like, can't talk about that kind of stuff either. So I always knew it, but I just didn't have a language for it. And now this has given me a language for it. Like we are literally recreating our world and creating it at every moment of every every second of every day. And it ju- it depends on the frequency that you're sending out. The frequency you're emitting, your emotions are energy in motion. So you are emitting an energetic fre- frequency through your emotions whether you're aware of it or not, you're sending it out. And what's coming back to you, if you don't like it, then I think you need to change it, right? Then change your frequency, right? Change your magnet. Exactly. Change it. It's real simple. Well, it's not simple, but it is simple. So change it, right? That's where that magnet comes in, you know? Yes. Because, well, the magnetics of the planet You know, and it's what keeps us standing on Earth instead of floating in space. And some of us are still floating in space, right? (laughs) But, you know, I I love how you how you worded that because it's beautiful and and it's so factual. And I like what you said. Now I have a language. Yes. You know, I you know, I started this uh, in the metaphysics and stuff really as a business you know, in the early 90s. But when I was first introduced to it through spirit was back in the 70s. And wow. let me tell you, growing in, growing up in Iowa on a farm, Uh-oh. there wasn't a whole lot of anything out there. No. Okay. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> and there still isn't a whole lot of anything out there. You know, and, and the first time spirit spoke to me and said, mind over matter, I'm like, you who what where? <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, but I I always listened to that voice and paid attention. So I, I mean, I was you know intuitive or psychic, whatever word you want to use. You know, from mm-hmm. you know very very little on. I mean, I was actually shape shape shifting at five. You know, because sometimes you just make yourself disappear when you know. I had ten brothers mm-hmm. and sisters, and sometimes you wanted to be alone. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Yes. But when, when these things happen, it's quite interesting how it all starts to shift and how life changes and puts you where you're supposed to be at the time you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's all about paying attention. So can you share with the audience a little bit of how important it is and how listening and, and for the, tra- you know, and to train your 
being to listen. It's not just listening here with these ears, but it's mm -hmm. listening with your body as it speaks to yourselves. Mm -hmm. Can you share information on that with the audience and the importance of that to help you stay physically, mentally, emotionally, and even spiritually in balance and harmony? Yeah, sure. That's a great question. So I say to people, remember, I came from the church, the church. So the church is all about prayer. We're always praying, right? And I don't think prayer is a bad thing. I don't want anyone to get, you know, upset. But I tell people all the time, prayer is you talking. Meditation is you listening. We spend so much time. We don't shut it down so that our higher self or our spirit can actually speak and is heard. There is a verse, I believe it is in Ezekiel. If I'm wrong, someone will tell me it might not be there. It might be in Kings. But it's where God's speaking to Elijah. So it's probably in Kings. And um, Elijah's been waiting and waiting and waiting, wants to hear from God, wants to hear from God, wants to hear from God. And he gets frustrated. And finally, he hears from God. And God said, I was been talking to you this whole time. You were looking for me in the storm and you were looking for me in the strong wind. You were looking for me in all these loud places, but it was the small still voice that I spoke. When we can learn to quiet all of the noise and quiet all of the noise, then the energy, remember we're an energetic being having a human experience, the energetic resonance of truth and peace, nothing missing, nothing broken. And creation can then embody our very selves. And then our very being begins to sing with the song of creation and love and light and wisdom and truth. If you think about it, when someone tells you a lie, <laughs> if I were to say, I want everyone listening, the sky is green. You not just mentally know that that's not true, but your very physical being is like, you have a whole reaction because everything resonates at the frequency of truth. So your body is the best lie detector you'll ever have. It's the best truth detector, but it is only when you move this, you know, mind out of the way and allow the energy surrounding you to imbue and embody and come within you. And we can only do that when we stop running our mouth and actually get in tune with the energy of the universe, of the earth. That's when you hear truth. That's when you can be guided by truth. And that's when you can be guided by peace, which is oh, how I run my life. That's so beautiful. You know, I, I really liked what you said. Because I grew up also, you know, in, in religion, uh, 12 years in a parochial school. You know, I mean, that's that's what you did in the Midwest, right. you know. Right. And it was interesting enough, you know, when you said prayer is speaking, you know, it's blah, 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 like you say, right? And what do we do in our life? Blah, 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 right? And we forget to listen because when someone else is talking, we move out of the present and what do we do? Mm -hmm. 
we jump in ahead thinking, what are we going to say? Because you want to, you know, whatever, you mm -hmm. know, be in control. Mm -hmm. This is why we have two of these. Right. And one of these. <laughs> right. Hello. <laughs> yeah. So I like what you said, you know, the difference between prayer and meditation is prayer is the speaking and meditation is the listening. That is so beautiful. I just love that. I'm going to use that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and so to be able to, you know, share that with others as well, because it takes both. And when yes. you begin to listen, you stay present in the now, right? Absolutely. And when you're in the now, the past isn't going to come and bite you, you know where, no. right? And when you're in the now, you're not off daydreaming of what could be, should be, or whatever, and forget to live in the existence and the presence of what's going on. Oh, this is so enjoyable. Can, can I just say something about that too that just came to me? Go ahead. When you're living in the now and you're not daydreaming, a lot of times our third dimensional mind creates what we think the future should look like or what we think maybe would be good. But if you can live in the present, you're actually giving complete permission to your higher self to go and create that for your physical being. And it comes into physical manifestation so much easier because you have not put a perspective and a set of parameters around what the future should be. Oh, so wisely said. That's why we call this Wisdom Speaks because <laughs> we have guests like you that speak these powerful words of wisdom, right? And oh, my whole body's just chilling. Oh. <laughs> Head <laughs> goosebumps all over, but it's it's so true. It's so true to be able to be in the now and to yeah. stay present with yourself yes. helps you to stay present with the person that you're in communication with. Yes. So, Lisa, we're going to take a short break here, and then when we come back, we're going to find a little bit about what your backstory was that led up to where you are today. Awesome. Okay. Whole Life Health with Missy. Listen to what clients are saying. Today was so healing and restful. I appreciate you. I couldn't believe how relaxed my body became. I'm looking forward to making this a part of my self-care. Thank you. Follow Missy on social media. Then scan and book a Whole Life Health session today. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to 360 Wisdom Speaks. Our guest, Lisa, calling in from Wisconsin. And man, has she been speaking some wisdom today. So thank you so much for being here, Lisa. Oh, this is so much fun. I love this, Beverly. Thank you. Okay, so, yeah. How did you get here? How did you get to the point that where you are today doing the work that you're doing in your leadership and in your mentorship and your divine guidance and, you know, all of these things. How did you get here? You didn't just like come out of the chute that way. What led up to that that helped you to, <laughs> to start to figure out where your journey was taking you? Can you give us some bullets and how you overcame those challenges? 
Well, that one, this is, this is always the tough one, right? To try to distill this down. Uh, this is the first thing I would say. Uh, for those of you that are listening and not watching, I am um, a melanated woman. So growing up a melanated woman in America, there's a few things that we're told as children, more than a few. Uh, and, you know, my, my father very much always told all of us, I have three younger brothers, you know, that we had to work twice as hard to get half as much. Um, he's very... Um, like strong on education and, and all these things. So, uh, it, it was, you know, I had an interesting childhood, um, but one that was always, um, predicated upon achievements. And there was always this kind of underlying, you're not good enough situation. Um, and, and then I ended up having a failed marriage and, you know, a single mom and all these things. So I, I'm going to condense about 40 some years of life into one bullet. Um, I had to stop believing what everyone else was telling me was possible and start believing in me. So once you do that, then all things are possible, right? This is what we hear in church all the time. But somehow our power gets taken away from us because all of a sudden it's an outside, some outside force, be it, be it a God, outside God force, be it a, be it society, be it whatever, some outside force then dictates the boundaries and parameters of what I can and cannot do. And uh, I guess all along the way, in little ways, I always said, eh, it's a bunch of malarkey, but in a big way, when I made my big quantum leap, I would say I finally really embodied that I don't, I'm not a statistic. I'm not a project. I'm not someone's, you know, I'm not less than, you know, I'm not marginalized. I'm not endangered. I'm not these things. I had to choose to not be that. That would be the first thing that I would say that got me to where I'm at right now. So whatever you're, you, you're listening or watching, you could be, you, you could have a whole nother set of parameters that has told you what you can't do and why you can't do it. So if I could say anything, I would say, toss all that out the window where it belongs, back that bus up over it about two, three, four times, and know that you can and are already whatever it is you wish to be first and foremost. Wow. That's, <laughs> I like how you squinched all that down 40 years. <laughs> but that, I mean, that was really powerful what you just spoke, you know, and again, it's taking the responsibility for the self and not, you know, listening to what everybody else is trying to tell you. You got to do this and you got to do that. And if you got to do it this way and you got to do it that way, that's wrong. This is right. I know better, you know, and just on and on and on. And it's that believing in yourself. Absolutely. Right. And I like the word you say, can't, you can't do this. You can't do that. I spent 12 years in a parochial school. So it was all nuns and priests. <laughs> However, oh. yeah. <laughs> My fifth and sixth grade teacher was a lay teacher. She was just a woman mm -hmm. that was teaching fifth and sixth grade. Mm -hmm. And she had this phrase. I, oh, I did not like this woman. It was, <laughs> it 
it was like our energies just clashed. But yeah. out of everything through 12 years of parochial school, I remember most what this woman said mm. and how it's impacted my life. Mm -hmm. She said, can't, never did nothing and never forget that. Mm. You know, and, and I have it. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, fifth grade was a really long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a really long time ago. But it's always been with me. So when somebody says, you can't do that, what did I hear? Can't, never did nothing. And, and, and it was like, I'll prove it to you. I'll prove wow. you wrong. You know, just yes. out of spite. And sometimes I did things that <clears throat> maybe I, sh I shouldn't have. But it was on a dare and whatever. But it, it got me to where I am today. You know, yep. like like what you did. It's like, I, I need to stop listening to everybody else because I am in such a state of confusion. Mm -hmm. I need to start focusing on what's best for Lisa. Mm -hmm. And and that is such strong words, you know, for the audience to hear is what is best for the self. That's why they call it yes. yourself. Right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah. how can you give more out of yourself than what you give to yourself? So if your cup is only a percentage full, you cannot give more than that. It's like if somebody says, hey, I need $1,000 and you say, well, I can only give you 700. Well, that's not going to do me any good. I need 1,000. Well, here's seven. No, it's not going to do me any good. I need 1,000, right? But I can only give you seven. Well, if you only love yourself 70%. Right. You cannot love someone else 100%. Impossible. No. Right. Exactly. Can, can you talk a little bit on how that works and how that part of realization was something that really began to define who Lisa is and not who Lisa thought she was by what everybody else was telling her to be? Can you share some yeah. of that? Absolutely. So that's interesting because it segues probably into my next bullet point, which was at some point in my mid to late 40s, I made the decision that I was going to begin to invest in myself. Now that can look like a number of different ways. Remember, I went to college. I attended Northwestern University. I've done, I've done, I've become a you know, upper level kind of manager in um, corporate America. I had a great career. I had to decide at some point I was going to invest in myself. That meant invest in myself through self-realization and self-love. So I went to a counselor and then I went to some energy healers afterwards to discover who Lisa was. I stopped thinking and started feeling because we were taught, especially as women, that our feelings are garbage, right? That's illogical. We shouldn't even pay attention to that. That's completely illogical. We shouldn't pay attention to that thought process, actually. Um, so I began to discover who I really was and began to to embrace the good, the bad, and the and the ugly. It, I, it, 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 because it's all part of who I am, and it's okay. It's perfectly fine. Right. So yes, there are things I had to work through and yes, there are things I had to own. And yes, there are things I had to take accountability for and responsibility for. But once I did that, then it's like, oh, guess what? I can, I can rule the world. I can change my whole life. I can do whatever I want. Um, but I, I, I had to invest time, energy. 
and some money, yes, into me and exploring all these different things that I'd never explored before, you know, Reiki and meditation and chakra healing and crystals and tarot and astrology. I just started exploring and allowing me to expand. And in that mo in those moments, it was when I found like joy. I finally was doing what I loved to do. And I would just, it would just be one moment at a time, one thing at a time. So invest the time, the, 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 find yourself a, a coach, a therapist, someone, please, to help you explore this within so that you can truly embrace all of you. The, the light and the shadow, because it all makes up, it all makes us up as one being. And, and, and that to me is, was, was one of the biggest ways, right? Just discovering that it was beautiful. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, we're all one. Doesn't matter where we came from. Yeah. Doesn't matter what our cultural background is. It yes. doesn't matter what our old beliefs were. What yep. matters is when we talked about energy in the first half, right? Everything is energy. Yeah. And everything is one, you know, because yeah. it, it all flows together, you know, yeah. and to be able to understand that and work together and be in unison with the soul. Mm -hmm. that's maneuvering around in this physical skin bag that we have mm -hmm. as a vessel, right? Mm -hmm. and, and really start paying attention to the soul of that, that growth just really expands. And that's how you make a difference in your life and then in the life that surrounds you and those that walk through your path on your journey and now you're fulfilling your purpose right and when you can fulfill your purpose and understand why you're here everything changes right well yeah and it's in the self-discovery I recognized that everything that I had been through growing up in an, in a very fear-filled ruled by fear household to then um, going through all these series of toxic relationships, self-sabotaging, coming to this point where, you know, finally my father and I reconciled before his passing and um, really grew to understand one another. And he grew to understand, you know, some things and whatnot. And then my mother, all these different things, right? Um, I recognized that all the pain and everything that I'd been through uh, had a purpose. So when I first started coaching people, it was right after my my um, my second marriage fell apart completely. My whole life blew up, which should have been a, an amazing life turn. It was like, blah, you know, you know, kicked my my ex husband out and lost my job within the thirty days of one another. Like it was crazy. Um, but in all of that, it it truly has shaped who I am, and I'm grateful for everything. Because that had I not lived the life that I've lived, I would not be able to help others come out of those dark places and help them not only find the light, but find their light and then move forward. So don't feel bad. Don't begrudge anything. Don't think that just because you've been through a lot, you can't. That actually 
molds and shapes you into the human being and the person you are right now to fulfill your purpose. Oh, thank you so much for sharing that because that is such a powerful truth. You know, and, you know, I look back, you know, my life and all the things that I went through as well. And it's like, had I not done that, it's like you said, you would not be here Mm -mm. helping others, you know, and when we learn from others hurdles, shall we say, I don't like the Mm -hmm. word mistakes because, you know, that's a stigma that says, well, something was wrong and it's not, it's part Mm -hmm. of that journey as you travel. How do you jump over those hurdles? You know, sometimes the hurdles get pretty, pretty, pretty tall. And and when you're short, you really need a really long (laughs) stick to get over. But you know what I found out that works even better? Mm -hmm. You just go around it. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) You never know if you try to go under it. There could be a hole there and it'll take you down deeper. So just go around it. That's getting resourceful, right? And so those words that you just shared here are so powerful. And thank you for sharing that. So we're coming up on our our time here. And oh gosh, we could just keep on going and going and going. But Can you share with the audience three tips that they can walk away from this show with and start to incorporate in their life today to help them become something that's defining in the reality and purpose of who they are versus something what they think that others are trying to tell them to do or to be? Oh my goodness. Okay. That one came out of nowhere. All right. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> I can do that sometimes. Uh-huh. Um, three tips to, for defining. Okay. Uh, the first tip I would say is to, uh, to ascend to a place of neutrality. When you can look at the past and not assign good or bad, to the past, but simply observe it, then you can do what I like to call, I think this is going to be all in one. You can do what I like to call this kind of forgiveness process, right? So I had to go through and forgive myself for being in these positions because we assign guilt to ourselves. So yes, forgive the other person or other people, but forgive yourself in that. When you move from forgiveness then you can move to, um, to to a level of understanding or understanding. Look at that then and objectively what those situations or those energies were and say, now, how can I use this, right? How can I help humanity with this? How can this now elevate me so that when these toxic situations come back at me, they don't hit the same. Oh, I've dealt with you before. That's cool. And I can begin to see other people in their pain and not in the pain that they're causing us, right? So you look outside yourself and do that. Um, And then find your power. Sit on the seat of your throne, please. You've been through so much. You've done so much. And you're meant to do a whole lot more. So when we realize the past can no longer harm us because it's dead and gone, and honestly, the future is really the present, we just haven't seen it yet, we begin to take a quantum leap then and sit in the seat of our power and call into us our purpose. I hope that helped. Oh my gosh. Good thing I'm recording this. 
Because <laughs> I couldn't say it again. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm, I'm listening to you and I'm watching your energy. And it's, it's like, it's like this, this, you talk about the power, right? It's like this light beam opened up above you. And it was sprinkling all these words of wisdom right down and out. And it's like, you're going to have to go back and listen. So you actually heard what you said. <laughs> that happens a lot. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But thank you so much for sharing thank that. Thank you. you so much for being on the show. And uh, you told me, or a little bird told me, or I heard it somewhere. That you have a gift for our audience today. Can you share that? I sure will. So I have recently written a uh, an interactive e-guide. Um, and I've called it Unlocking Your Next Quantum Leap. And what I'm going to do, especially for your listeners, is I'm going to go in and do a little update to it just to kind of judge it up a little bit and tweak it a little bit just for your listeners. So this will be a 360 wisdom exclusive, but it's interactive because it's not just you reading. I have meditations in the, in this links to meditate guided meditations for you. There's links to, um, to different exercises. And I actually welcome you interacting with me and emailing me all along the way about the steps you're taking to take your next quantum leap. So this is not your mama's, you know, ebook, okay? This is, you're actually clicking and interacting and meditating and we're gonna guide you through um, where you are and get you prepared to step into your future quickly. It doesn't have to take as long as the law of attraction says, honestly. It can happen to you suddenly. Thank you. Well, I'm going to have to get my hands on that. I like that. <laughs> Yay. Yes. Isn't she wonderful? All of her information is going to be attached to the video. It's going to be attached to the audio so that you can find her. Reach out and, you know, take advantage of this offer that she just gave you because that is a great way to start your journey, to continue through your journey or advance your journey, right? Because there's never enough. There's always more. You know, I, I had a show before I started doing the 360 Wisdom Speaks call, um, how to be the best you that you can be. Mm. And, and I live with that um, quote, being the best you when I get up every day, how can I be the best me today? So every day you get to be better and better and better. And so thank you so much for sharing that. And thank you so much for being here today. So for now, Lisa, we're going to say 360 over and out. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Whole Life Health with Missy. Listen to what clients are saying. Today was so healing and restful. I appreciate you. I couldn't believe how relaxed my body became. I'm looking forward to making this a part of my self-care. Thank you. Follow Missy on social media. Then scan and book a whole life health session today.